Welcome to your Wealth Mastermind with host Patricia Rivera and Diana McRae. Building a wealthy mindset in all areas of your life is crucial to your everyday success. Our topics focus on health, wealth, beauty, business, relationships, and inner spirituality. These all help to build the best and most powerful version of yourself. So let's get ready and go to the next level. Welcome to another episode of Your Wealth Mastermind. Today's topic is about health and wellness. Dr. Natalie Gilliam, who is an alumni of the University of Miami, where she graduated with a Bachelor of Arts in Biochemistry and Foreign Language. She is our special guest today, and she is going to share everything about what she knows and her expertise about being healthy and well. She holds a Master's of Science in Acupuncture and Traditional Chinese Medicine from the Atlantic Institute of Oriental Medicine and a clinical doctorate in pain management and oncology from Bastyr University. She specializes in lifestyle medicine with an emphasis on nutrition, meditation, and qigong, and is dedicated to promoting the benefits of holistic health to the community. She is currently the adjunct faculty for the Graduate School of Oriental Medicine at the New York College of Health Professions and practices in New York City, where she is the CEO and medical director of Happy of Healing, excuse me, Happy Hour. Welcome to the show, Natalie. Well, well, thank you so much for having me on the show. And that was uh, that was a lot to handle. I know that introduction was pretty long, but um, long story short, yeah, let's talk about health and wellness and let's get people excited about alternative medicine. And again, thank you for inviting me to the show to get people more informed and, um, you know, more more knowledge um, about um, alternative medicine. Awesome. Well, I wanted to make sure that, you know, when, when we introduce people that they know you have the accolades to be talking about what you are going to talk about, and you certainly do. I mean, as an African-American woman in this field, I think that is so powerful. And you just have an understanding of how we need to really take care of ourselves, not only for women of color, but women in general. So what areas um, do you do you think that we as women need to focus on? What do you... What do you tune in on with women? You know, for women's health in general, um, you know, I, I like to look at it in a very large scale. You know, as a holistic physician, although I do have specialties, although I did um, do a lot of different fellowships, you know, as you said um, earlier, in pain management and oncology, which I do think are, are two of the top things that we do see mostly in modern medicine, which is a lot of people having pain, and also with the, the high, um, the high um, um, I would say, um, high risk of cancer, you know, in, in our society. So it is, it is definitely important for people to know more about these, um, these disorders. But in general, I think holistic medicine is about looking at the body in a big picture. So when I think about women's health, I definitely think about gynecological diseases, which means anything that has to do with, you know, the reproductive system and our sexual organs, of course, the obstetrics aspect of it. So if you do have children, if you have the baby, if you're carrying the baby, 
So if you are um, pregnant, if you are thinking about getting pregnant, so that's also a part of it, you know. Um, we also will talk about endocrinology in that aspect because that has to do with hormones. So that um, also can bring towards menopause because that's, that's also a big population of the women who are thinking about having babies, but then they're, you know, pushing, you know, in the mid 40s, they're worried about menopause. So that kind of brings the conversation about menopause and hormone. And then, of course, that talks about anti-aging. So now you can, you can kind of think about it as a flow. You know, you think about it as a little girl, you know, kind of like going to see her acupuncturist, you know, talking about PMS syndrome, eventually having her baby and then becoming a mom and then going through menopause and now thinking about anti-aging and then all the other things that come with that. So now think about it has also mental health support, you know, because acupuncture is able to help with um, harmonizing the body's energy field. So which means if you do have um, some difficulties with, you know, with mental health and just kind of dealing with, with life in general and just balancing and harmonizing your life in general. So acupuncture helps with that. So I see um, women's health in that big scope in general. So I really don't want to say I specialize in this or I specialize in that. Like I said, I can see anything from a little girl to her great grandma and anybody in between. And, and again, when I talk about anti-aging, um, I also do want to mention that that involves also skincare. So I do take um, care a lot um, of skin. So I do take care of women who are concerned with, um, with their, with their skin aging, but also with younger girls who are concerned with their skin and breaking out. So it's, it's kind of a, a combination. So again, um, taking care of women in and out and from, from the little girl to her, to her great grandma. <laughs> That's amazing. So you're saying that your practice as a doctor in acupuncture can even help with like <laughs> aging skin as well? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Actually, um, in Korea, I, I came from an amazing uh, training in Korea where they have a lot of great products, actually. A lot of great um, products for beauty come from Korea, and they have a lot of anti-aging products there. And some of the uh, Korean acupuncture actually is solely focused on anti-aging. So they have actually a face uh, acupuncture. So they have different kind of face acupuncture points that you can do to enhance the beauty, to enhance the radiance, to enhance the collagen. They have a lot of great treatments that they're doing for, um, for I would say, microbrabrasion, micro you know, natural ways of exfoliating the skin, using seaweed, using micro needles inside of the, um, the product so that you get more exfoliation, a lot of great products to hydrate the skin, to plump the skin, a lot of great products with vitamin C, um, even orchid oil products, you know, so lots of great things are out there that you can combine the points on the face because there are actually acupuncture points on the face. So you can use uh, acupuncture on the face and also doing a little bit of a cleanup, you know, with these products for the patient. So doing a little facial, um, cleaning up their face, you know, and exfoliating the skin, um, helping them with um, any of the skin problems they may have. Oh, that's fabulous. I love that. Because that's like more of a natural way than, the, um, you know, the plastic surgery. It's like, you know, it's like, again, back to that holistic approach to everything. So I have a question. Another question. How important, because I know that I listen to my body all the time. And when I feel a little off, you know, I know something's wrong. You know, like I got to do something. Either I have to exercise or maybe I'm not eating properly. But how important is it to listen to our bodies as we stay nurtured and healthy? You know, that's a great question because I think about, 
you know, I think about the body, and it's so funny that you say that as we're talking about women, because as we talk about women, the key word is always the biological clock, isn't it? You know, you always think about, oh, my God, my biological clock is ticking. You know, it's like, oh, my God, I need to freeze my eggs. You know, oh, my God, I need to freeze my, 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 my youth. You know, I need to stay young. I need to find the fountain of youth. You know, there's always this idea of a clock. So when you think about listening to your body, I think that's interesting because it kind of makes me think about, okay, well, are you listening to the clock? TikTok, you know, are you listening to it? Is it TikToking to you, you know, or are you just ignoring it? So I think of it as um, listening to kind of your own wisdom. And in Chinese medicine, we talk about wisdom in different kind of ways because when we talk about energy, we actually have different, uh, I would say, categories of energy. So that way, you're actually are able to. Um, um, be able to know the nature of the energy so that you can work with it. Because if we're going to be talking about um, tonifying somebody or helping them with a certain problem they have in an organ, it's very important for us to know the nature of the problem. And that comes back again to understanding the, the, the body and the wisdom of the body, right? So mm-hmm. when you think about your own ancestral energy, so which means the energy that's been passed on to you genetically, you know, from your parents, you know, from your, from your ancestral line, this energy is actually connected, you know, to your own biological clock when you think about it, it's connected to your own ancestral tree. And that's interesting because when you look at, you know, all the new programs they have now, 23andMe, and all the other ways for you to find out, you know, what is your ancestry? Where are you from? And people are trying to go so far back to figure out where they're from, but they're not even listening to the clock. They're not even listening to the TikTok happening right now, but they want to know what's going on like, you know, 200 years ago. They want to know what's going on 2,000 years ago. So I think it's very important to listen to the body's wisdom as it's happening in the now. Just like you were saying, it's important to, to see, you know, what's happening, what's off today. You know, am I feeling a little bit heavier today? You know, do I have a headache today? Do I feel bloated today? Um, am I feeling lethargic today? You know, is energy really good today? You know, am I kind of insomnia? tonight you know am I feeling edgy you know so I think it's really about seeing in the now because your ancestral DNA your ancestral chi um, which we call in Chinese medicine the huang chi your huang chi is is active in the now because chi is a force and, and it's energy that's active um, and it's always working with your environment at all times. So what you need to do is just tune in, you know, just like you're saying, listen to your body, listen to the music, listen to the wave, tune in. So that's really what I, I think is the best thing to do. You know, instead of going back and getting all these tests and trying to figure out where you're from and who your paternal, you know, family is and even people who are adopted trying to figure out who their you know biological parents are I think the real answer is to just tune in and listen to your own clock and just stay present in the now and when you take that time you take that breath and you observe the quality and the nature of that breath and you observe the quality and the nature of that sound that you hear inside of you you'll know exactly you know where you're feeling you know, off and exactly what you need to do because the body does have wisdom. Yes. The body has wisdom. I love that. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, as leaders, like you're a CEO and I am a CEO and my business partner, we work hard every day um, through all the stresses of life that comes with running a business and just daily life. And so we're constantly talking about, you know, she and I about our inner power 
And mm. I think for women that are in business, entrepreneurial women that are CEOs, leading companies, leading families, even, you know, um, what are, what do you think um, as a practitioner are some of the best practices for bringing out our inner power? Oh, wow. Are we talking about black girl magic right now? Program. <laughs> <laughs> Pow. <laughs> I love that. So I love, um, I love bringing out the inner power because, you know, this is such a typical Chinese medical conversation, by the way, this is, this is a typical, um, I would say diagnostic, you know, um, term actually that we use because in our, our diagnostic tools, which are very simple because again, our medicine is holistic, which means it's based on nature. Okay. We talk about yin and yang. So it's within and without. You know, so it's very simple. If you have a person in front of you, what you see is their outside, right? And then what you cannot see is their inside. So what you're talking about is that inner power. That's that well, that thing I cannot see. So there is a saying that says, you know, there's always a quiet before the storm, right? So there's, there's a lot of people who don't talk a lot. They don't really say much. You know, they don't really post a lot. They don't really have a lot of followers on the IG, but their life is monumental. Their life is extraordinary. Their potential is infinite. You know, their intellect is above genius, you know. And um, if, especially in the Buddhist practice, if you've worked with any ancient um, Eastern philosophy, these people usually are cave dwellers. You know, they usually are basically, you know, anti-conformist. They don't really fit in society. You know, so I believe that for us to tap into the inner power, we need to tap into what we call in Chinese medicine, the yin. And I love to talk about the source with yin. So it's not just within, it is with yin. And there are different ways for us to tap into the yin. Because the yin, unlike the yang, is very soft, is very subtle, is very quiet. It's like the moon. It's like the water. It is very nourishing. It is very dark. It is very nocturnal. You know, so it's not the same thing as a bright, young sunshine. You know what I'm saying? All up in your face. You need that, you know, sunglasses to shy, you know, shy away from it. It's really something you have to seek. And just like the moon energy of the yin, it's also something that's forever changing. That's like when I see my women, you know, sometimes we may have a mood swing. And you know what? That's okay. Because that's that's also part of the nature of the yin. It's changing. Sometimes the yin can become a little bit less fluid. For example, if you have a water and the water is, is staying there for a certain amount of time and, you know, with time it starts to, you know, get um, a little bit more congealed. Maybe it, it gets a little bit more gel-like, you know, maybe it starts to grow a couple bacteria on top of it, right? When you look at a lake, if the lake is not clean, you know, that's not a clear lake. That's not a very fluid lake. So, so the yin also has to be cleared up. So inside of us for our inner power to shine, we need to tap in to that forever changing potential that we have inside of us as well, because we are just like that yin, you know, of, of the moon forever changing, just like our hormones forever producing, you know, um, information. So I think for us as women, you know, who are always, um, especially in a man's world, you know, this is very yang kind of world, you know, it's very young, 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 you know, lots of sun, sun, sun activity, the daytime activity, daylight saving times and stuff like that going on. You know, you can't really catch up. There's no moonlight saving time, you know, 
so it's like, you know, what are you going to do when you are functioning with a different energy source? So I think as women, uh, we really have to give um, that energy within, with yin, you know, much more appreciation, be more gentle with ourselves, and um, listen, again, to those subtleties that need to be tweaked because again it's not going to be the same from one day to another you may have a good day um and the next day may not be so good and it's okay uh you may have a good morning and then a couple hours later hey you know like you're saying as a ceo you just got you know a budget sheet and you know the budget sheet is not balanced and you had to you know call an emergency meeting and stress levels are up you know so of course the cortisol levels come up, you know, everything is out of, out of whack, you know, so again, you have to be gentle with yourself when there are moments of stress and anxiety that have um, arised, you know, so I think that um, the inner power really is a subtle, quiet power, um, and that's really where we shine as women, you know, and it's, it's something that we have to tap into is the yin potential of our femininity. I agree. I even think, um, we have to deal with business from the inside out. We tend to deal with it from the outside in, but we need to really do, you know, bring our inner power, that yin you're talking about, even, you know, like really focus on centering and strengthening, strengthening that, that, that inner power. And so which brings us to emotional wellness, which is a topic, you know, that is um, very big. I think now, you know, and um, I want to just, I, I, I like to hear from you how you, your acupuncture and any other practices that you have can help because I think without emotional wellness, it's really hard for us to build a wealth, you know, any kind of wealth, right? Any kind of holistic wealth. So um, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh yeah, I think I think you definitely hit the nail on the head right there because it it comes back again to, you know, if you go back into psychology, for example, if you go back into certain articles that were written in the American Psychology Association, I mean, the idea of giving women benzodiazepines, the idea of giving women um, shock therapy is because they were thought to be crazy. They were thought to be neurotic. They were thought to be, again, emotionally unstable, right? So there is that key word that we are constantly being um, pushed around and used. Oh, are you on your period? Why are you having this attitude? You know, oh, she's, you know, she's emotional. She can't handle this kind of information. You know, she's a woman. She can't handle this job. You know, this job is too high pressure. You know, it's, it's, it's very interesting that you're mentioning this because now we're using um, the emotional wellness as a tool to bring the femininity to a, a certain scale that makes us less efficient than men. However, has you has you twist you know the, the situation you realize that we are actually more emotionally intelligent than men because we are yin and that's where the emotions are within right so actually if we were to twist it off like you said and run business from within we would really be 
doing things right. You know what I'm saying? If we actually would listen to nature, work with the water energies, work with the earth energies, work with the wind energies, you know, and actually function with a symbiotic relationship with nature, I don't think we'd be in the situation we were in right now. I don't think that the animals, the polar bears would be attacking, you know, you know, the, the towns in Russia, you know, looking for food. I don't think that the whales right now would be going extinct. I don't think that, you know what I'm saying, that these situations and the planet even would be occurring. So emotional wellness is not just a topic that affects human beings, believe it or not, because also living beings have emotions. Your dog has an emotion. Your plant has an emotion. So emotional wellness goes into a bigger realm, believe it or not, of conversation. So as we go into emotional wellness, we're going into nature, we're going into the Amazon, we're going into a a higher realm of conversation and a higher realm of, of elements. And this also can tap into what we call emotional intelligence. So now that we're, we're going into such a higher realm, why not use the potential that these higher entities have? How can we use these higher entities, right? So if we know that this plant, has, for example, um, a, a potential to heal us. If we know something like a eucalyptus tree, you know, a lot of people know eucalyptus tree is very good, you know, has an expectorant, you know, helps with the coughing. People use it a lot, you know, to, um, to help them with stress, you know, to help them calm down. People use mint, for example. That's also a very popular um, uh, herb, you know, mint tea, you know, mint um, very good for the stomach, you know, if you have, you know, gastric problems. So, for example, these are very simple herbs. But they also have emotional intelligence. So you can actually tap into the emotional intelligence of this herb if you know how to use, you know what I'm saying, this emotional wellness that we're talking about. So this goes into a practice. And this practice is what we call in our Chinese medicine, qigong. So qigong is basically a cultivation of qi. So the, the word qi that I keep mentioning is, is emotional, is, is um, energy, vital energy. And gong means cultivation. So um, qigong is the cultivation of vital energy. And um, what it entails basically is, um, basically there's movement involved, there's visualization involved, there's breath work involved. And the movements have to do with following the meridians, the pathways in the body where these organs that we have, these vital organs in our bodies have, you know, different pathways that they circulate in. And these circulation pathways are where we find the acupuncture points. So as you're doing your Qigong practice, what you're actually doing is cultivating the energy inside of these acupuncture pathways. And again, because these pathways are connected to your organs and your organs have a form of intelligence that's a higher realm of intelligence. And this higher realm of intelligence, believe it or not, again, is connected with all forms of emotional intelligence. So you can tap into that eucalyptus tree. You can tap into that mint leaf, right? So you can say, okay, I'm not feeling too well. I'm going to do my Qigong practice you know, right next to my little, my little, my little mint tree right there, my, my little eucalyptus, you know, stuff. And I'm going to just breathe it, you know, and I'm going to just visualize myself opening my lungs and breathing in positive healing energy. And you can just do that for a few minutes. And believe it or not, depending on the kind of emotion that you use, you can actually feel better. So as we talk about emotional wellness, again, This conversation becomes a huge topic because the reason why we're having emotional imbalance right now is because we're not connecting with nature. Nature is the most intelligent of all of the emotions, 
you know, so, so when we're seeing people raging, you know, having a lot of anger, um, you know, a lot of um, issues with parents and children, you know, a lot of issues in society with, you know, different um, sexual misconduct and things like that. These are things that are happening because we are not following a certain conduct a certain code, which is also a certain nature code, you know, so we're not following the code that we should be following as human beings, um, just like the nature is using its own code, like it's using the seasons, right? It's using its own clock, its own circle, cycle. So we're actually pushing away the way that the nature works by taking, you know, medication, you know, and, and, and um, you know, working ourselves crazy. So I think that emotional wellness, again, um, for it to be a, a topic that would be um, well, uh, I would say, um, well, well encompassed, it has to be, it has to be talked about with nature and it has to be um it has to be healed with nature and that is really the the ultimate way for us to to be able to to start even the conversation about emotional wellness mm. that's interesting because i remember i haven't done it in a while when i used to live near a park i used to go into um i used to walk and just have my conversation with nature and i would feel so much better just from whatever was going on and then all of a sudden i would get creative as I was talking right and so that's exactly what you're saying it just kind of had this calming feeling if I heard the birds chirping that was calming so it was it was really amazing the other thing is with acupuncture I have to mention for so long I think 40 years I carried depression didn't even know I had and I was going to, that's before I knew you, so I was going to this other acupuncturist, and I always had low, low energy. Long story short, um, she, the doctor gave me a treatment in my spleen, and mm-hmm. I had an emotional release. Um, something that happened when I was a child that I carried for like, I'm saying like, it must have been 40 years. And um, when I had that release, it, it brought back to me those memories of being in that situation. And I was able to deal with it at that moment in time. And once I dealt with it, I had no more depression. So right. isn't that amazing? I mean, so I'd like for you just to speak a little bit about why everyone, all women, women all women, should really try acupuncture. Oh, yeah. I think that it's definitely a question of facing yourself in the mirror. It's like you said, it's like when you're dealing with these energies and like, and and again, these energies that can be coming from your past, you know, your childhood, you know, places that are very deep down inside, you know, you're dealing with your own self right now. And again, there's, there's nobody else but yourself responsible for yourself. So as your acupuncturist is working with you, um, you know, they're really just a guide. You know, they're really, this person who was helping you was a guide and just helping you vehicle that emotion, you know. And, and, and one of the things that probably that he, that he worked or that she worked with was, um, you know, releasing the, the, the emotion of anxiety and worry because the spleen has that emotional intelligence where it can tap into the specific emotion of worry and anxiety. So a lot of women have worry and anxiety that they harbor and they harbor and they harbor it because, again, they don't feel safe due to a certain situation that had happened in the past. 
And that's why also some people, they have emotional eating problems. And that's why sometimes they also gain weight and they have issues with, you know, their hormones is because of that, that over, overbearing, over worrying, you know, ruminating kind of, you know, um, energy that they carry from these traumas that they have not released. So definitely acupuncture because of the, the way that it works. So let me tell you how acupuncture works. There's a two-step process with the acupuncture. So first we have the tapping of the needle, which means it's called insertion, right? You have the insertion of the needle. So that part is when you just tap the needle, which is a very fine needle. It's just the size of a, of a thin hair. You know, you can put about 12 to 14 acupuncture needles inside of a regular needle that you see okay so it's a very very thin needle they're not regular injection needles that you see out there so there's specific needles that are only created to stimulate an energy field again this is about energy here okay it's not about injection so the first step is to insert the second step is to manipulate and in the second step is when there is potential for you now to create a certain activation and now this is where the acupuncturist can really work with you now, okay? So that's really where a lot of the magic happens. When the acupuncturist knows what they're doing, they're able to work on certain points. And these points, again, because they're on the pathway of these organs and these organs have these intelligent, you know, emotions, they can release, right, these these stagnations that you've been harboring for so many years. So when you had the treatment and the, the, the acupuncturist inserted the needle, manipulated the needle, and you had that release, you had the benefit of what that therapeutic capacity of that point was. You can also receive the same benefit by doing acupressure, which means if you know where that point is and you stimulate that point yourself with your finger, which is acupressure, you're going to feel better too. You can also do what we call emotional freedom technique, which is a technique where you can use a light tapping, light tapping on the area. So you can do that in order for you to use tapping, which is a form of, um, of, of, of therapy we also do in the Qigong practice. We do tapping, we do shaking. So these are all ways for us to do what? Get rid of excess or stagnant energy. Why are we doing tapping or shaking? Think about it. Why do you want to shake something? Because you want to remove something that doesn't belong there. So I would recommend for all women to try acupuncture at least at least three to four times. Now, I won't say once. I say at least three to four times because you need to give the acupuncturist the time to work with you so we can really find the organ system that needs to be worked with and that we can have the chance to do the manipulation and the therapy that's going to benefit you and give you that long-lasting, you know, um, result. And also because our medicine also involves Chinese herbs, when you get more than one or two treatments, we can also think about, okay, let me give you a tonic. Let me give you a, a elixir. Let me give you a herb that can also help you, you know, with this treatment. So by the time you get your third or fourth treatment, you're already taking herbs. You know, your energy field is opened up. The stagnation has been released. You know, the shaking has happened. You know, the tapping has happened. You're, you're tuned in. You know, you're connected. You know, so the, the benefit is really immense, you know, and the results are literally right away, you know. So I think that all women should give it a try because, again, we are so emotionally tuned in already. Um, it's really something that's going to make you feel so light. It's going to make you feel so, you know, so relieved, so relaxed. And it's also um, a safe place, you know. I think that acupuncture 
for me, no matter where I go in the world, you know, I've always gone to acupuncture, you know, and I've always felt safe to release, just like you were mentioning to release. You know, I've had a huge release when I went to see a, an amazing acupuncturist in Germany. And she came and she came and she did that little manipulation thing on one of those needles, honey. And I was just like, bawling on that table just crying you know and it was just it was definitely stimulated by that manipulation again which i say um do not have fear okay if your acupuncturist is manipulating the needle it is part of the treatment and it is to help you to shake away and to get rid of that excess energy that you have been storing for years and harboring inside of your system so i definitely think that all women should do it um, it's definitely going to help you. It's going to help you release stagnant energy. Um, it's going to help you release things you didn't even know you were holding on to. And again, it is a safe place where you can have a conversation with someone who is a professional in the field, who's seen many people just like you. So you're not the only one who has this problem, I'm sure. And, um, and definitely, it, it definitely makes you feel a lot more radiant a lot more sharp um, and, and definitely more relaxed. Yes, my business point and I both, we both get, um, um, I get acupuncture because my, my knee, I used to dance and she gets it for herself too. So definitely, I love your programs, though. Your programs um, of this healing happy hour sound off the hook, man. I got to really come into the city. You sound fantastic. I have one last question. I mean, we could talk for hours because you're just amazing, Natalie. Wow. So you have so much information. But, um, you know, I want you to give, uh, you know, as an acupuncturist, right, um, a recommendation, like what should uh, a women's self-care program include, like from your perspective? like. Mm. I like that. I think that's a great way for us to end the program because I wanted to talk a little bit about the importance of including ritual in our daily lives. I think that um, a lot of us has lost connection to um, ritual. And I think that ritual can be anything from meditation to, um, you know, to, um, you know, taking a walk in the morning to doing your Qigong, you know, to anything like that. But um, I think the most important thing about ritual is that it keeps you connected to a certain intimacy in your daily life. Um, I practice lifestyle medicine, which means I focus on what happens in your daily life. I'm interested in your daily life. I'm interested in what you had for breakfast. I'm interested in what you had for lunch. I'm interested in what happened at work. And I think that you need to be interested in that as well. You need to be connected in the intimacy of your daily life. You need to have an intimate relationship with people in your daily life. You need to have a relationship where you don't need to be harboring um, negative emotions. So eliminate people who bring you down. You know, find new circles. Travel. Explore the world through new senses. You know, even try, you know, experiences that will help you to let go. For example, there are people who have tried, you know, psychedelic experiences, hallucinogenic experiences, you know, and um, places that they feel safe to release again, to find a connection with a higher realm. So this is part of the ritual. There are many kinds of rituals that you can do. So I'm not going to tell you what to do, but it is a form of therapy that you can do for yourself. So what is the ritual? It is a form of therapy that you're going to do with yourself where you're going to protect your own daily life. 
It is a way for you to seal the deal with your daily life and a, a way for you to give respect, you know, to your body, your mind, your soul. So I believe as an acupuncturist, um, my recommendation for self-care program should definitely include a daily ritual. And again, it can be something as simple as meditating, as simple as taking a jog, or as simple as, again, engaging into a, a ritual with uh, people in your family or people at work or people that you're close to, um, an activity, again, you do together that you feel safe in, an activity that makes you feel elevated to a higher place, again, that's not going to bring you down, an activity that's going to stimulate you, that's going to get you creative, like we were talking about taking a walk in nature, that's also a ritual, because that's a ritual you have with nature, you have a ritual with the trees, you have a conversation with the birds, that's your ritual right there, so when you do that ritual every day, you're going to be learning something about yourself. Because that becomes a ritual. And the energies that you're cultivating in that ritual are going to enhance every day. So it's like a it's like a, a frequency. The frequency gets higher and higher and higher, only gets higher. It's like a musician. Every time you get on that instrument, you get better and better and better. You know, so my advice to to the women is to just connect with yourself in ritual. And that is the only and the the sure way for you to know and gauge how 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 high. And how intense you can really, um, you know, um, really, I would say, flourish, you know, in your holistic healthcare. Wow, that's great. Um, again, you are fantastic. And can you just, um, before we go, share with everyone how to get in contact with you in case they want to, <laughs> they want to schedule an appointment with you? How do they, how do they reach you, Natalie? Of course, yes. Well, I have a website, and it's um, very simple. It's healinghappyhour.com. Uh, my philosophy is for that everyone should take time for themselves, which means take a healing happy hour, take some, take a take a little time for yourself. So again, it's um, healinghappyhour.com. Um, you can go on that website. My address is there. The different treatments I offer um, are there as well. I'm also on Facebook, so that's also Healing Happy Hour. Um, you can find me there, and um, I have my information on there. And you can call me. I have a, a toll-free number. It's very easy as well. Um, it's 844-77-HAPPY, H-A-P-P-Y. So I'm all about, um, you know, you know, promoting happiness and just kind of keeping people in that positive brainwave. So again, my website is healinghappyhour.com. My phone number is 844-77-HAPPY. And I am Dr. Natalie Guillaume, acupuncture physician. Um, my office is in the Bronx um, in New York. I also do a lot of house calls. I also do a lot of events. I do a lot of pop-ups, you know, a lot of venues here in New York. So I work a lot with companies, you know, if you're doing an event with your company or if you're doing, a, um, you know, an event with a sister circle or if you're doing a, a health fair, uh, whatever it is, I'm very flexible and I'm really focused on the community. So I always try to, you know, educate the community as much as I can. So we can always uh, cater a program for you, for the youth, for all type of uh, different age range for them to get more excited about holistic healthcare. Thank you so much, Natalie. It was a pleasure to have you on the show and we will, we'll talk soon. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting me and take time for yourself and enjoy life. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. All right.